Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Today on Barbecue and Tech, planning for your Super Bowl menu, even though you may or may not like the teams that made it into the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Rod Simmons, joined by my partner and kind co-host, and I will say the guy I go to for my barbecue tips and to keep my game up, Chris Ashley. What up, what up, what up? I- I'm not even going to talk about who's playing in the Super Bowl because I almost don't even care to watch the game. No, my Super Bowl is out, out back on the smoker. So, no, yes. actually, congrats to, you know, to Cincinnati. It was funny because uh, a couple weeks ago, I was listening to a uh, comedian. Um, what's his name? Uh, shoot. What um, is he saying? Well, he's a, he's, he grew up in Cincinnati. And so uh, Gary Owens, Gary Owens, you know, uh, and uh, he was he. You know, he did a whole like he does these podcasts where he, he interviews other comedians. He has like other people in the industry and promotes them and does whatever. And then he had an episode. It was just him. And all he was talking about was football and, and his Cincinnati Bengals. And I guess, you know, he's made it very clear how, how much of a big fan he is. So I guess he has like the coach's number and all that stuff. And sometimes he's on the sidelines. And he was like, you know, he was like, based on what I'm looking at and the teams that are in there, he was like, the Cincinnati's going to Super Bowl. And this was like three weeks ago. And he laid out his case for it. And I was like, eh, interesting. Let's see if he's right. He nailed it. You know, wow. he was like, because he said it'll come down to either Kansas City or the, uh, or uh, Buffalo. He said, we've already beat both those teams in the regular season. So I know we can beat them. He goes, and Joe Burrow is just, you know, he was, is just a different dude. And so I was like, eh, okay, well, we'll see if he's right. And he nailed it. His, his team's going to the Super Bowl. So. So I may uh, check in in there here and there uh, about that, but uh, but for me, it's it. I'm going to be. A, I want to. I want to do something really cool. Uh, I don't normally do a ton of planning for Super Bowl. I just normally just cook something and call it a day. But uh, you know what? We thought about it, and uh, your wife gave us a pretty cool idea. So I think we want to run with it. And, uh, you know, for all the fans of the show that are definitely gearing up for the Super Bowl, we figured uh, we would um, do this episode in, uh, as a bonus since the Super Bowl is coming up. But uh, before we get rolling, why don't you tell folks how they can support the show? So 
as you guys already know, there's lots of ways to support the show. I always say the easiest way is you're likely going to like some pick that we have and want to go to Amazon to buy it. Why don't you head over to the Barbecue and Tech website, barbecueandtech.com. When you go to the episode, we actually leave Amazon links in the episodes. And if you click on those, it puts a little commission in our pocket because we're Amazon affiliates, which means we get commissions on the products that we recommend. So if you're buying things that we're recommending, please just come kick, click through our link and go do your purchase. It does actually help out the show. We have tons of people who are on Patreon. The Discord is up. Conversations are already happening. So definitely jump into the Discord, have some conversations with us. But the Patreons are ones that are really help driving the show. It's allowing us to, you know, kind of continue to step up our game and do different cooking things like we just re- recently doing some stuff with sous vide and uh, I got a surprise for Chris a little bit into this episode which we'll talk about in a moment here but nonetheless you can become one of our Patreons which does a monthly donation to the show it helps out and if you just want to do a one time donation you can do it that way as well um, and then last but not least leave a review um, because it gets more people knowing about the show and we don't want to be like other podcasters where you pod fade because you just don't have enough people who are involved in the show so if you enjoy the show when you're on your drives and you want to make sure the show sticks around, um, come on and uh, help us out here and it'll actually help you out to make sure that you still have shows to listen to. And our Discord is up. So that is our servers up. Um, you can go out over there and show off some of your pictures. We can have some great conversations. These conversations have already started and I'm already enjoying them and seeing some cool pictures, some steaks and uh, other things being cooked, some stuffed pork, tenderloin, some sous vide steaks out, out there. Rod's posted some stuff. And then, of course, our patrons, some some of our patrons have a channel all to themselves where they can have direct access to uh, Rod and I. And we'll, yeah, we're going to be posting some of our recipes and stuff in there. So if you want to be part of that, join us on Patreon. So you, rather than I tease that I had a surprise for Chris. So do you want to tell them what we're planning on doing for Super Bowl food first? So we got the outline of it and uh, what we decided to do was we wanted to do a slider appetizer kind of themed uh Super Bowl meal. So instead of just doing like like the big things, we just we keep it finger foods, but we wanted to do it with a barbecue. So we would do a whole bunch of different sliders uh that were that start out smoked and I think the star of that will be the beef rib sliders we we're planning. I've never done this before, but the idea of it sounds amazing. Uh, where we take the beef ribs, we smoke them, and then we'll cut them to fit on the bun, and then they'll become sliders. So I think that is going to be ridiculous. No one's ever done that before. You heard it first on Barbecue and Tech. And then we wanted to probably do some pulled pork sliders, right? Absolutely. And uh, I think we were considering pulled chicken. I haven't done that in a while. We can definitely do pulled chicken as well. Or we can do something else. Um, I don't know. We're going to get some brisket, some burn-in sliders as well? Uh, Well, we don't need to do 100 sliders, so let's let's make a decision. If we're doing the beef ribs, then we really need to do brisket. What do you think? All right. Let me lay out my surprise, and then you make your decision. Okay. I went to Snake River Farms and accidentally ordered a 20-pound Wagyu, I think it's gold quality, brisket, which will be here this week on the 4th. So we can do whatever you want. Uh, that's my surprise to you is that I ordered that because I was like, I remember you were talking bird and sliders. I was like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to take this off the chain, and I'm going to surprise my boy with 
a Wagyu beef brisket. And yes. let's see if your so game we were, is there. We were definitely talking burnt end sliders a hundred percent, which I, you know, sounds amazing. You talk about going Wagyu on some burnt end sliders. Are you kidding me right now? That's going to be off the hook. All right. So we are doing some burnt end sliders. So we will do beef rib sliders. We will do Wagyu beef burnt and sliders. And then we'll do pulled pork sliders. That sounds like a plan, man. Yikes. I figured you didn't know that was coming. So I was like, I had I no it. idea. <laughs> but that just, that, you know, I was like, well, we can have more beef. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I know my kids will enjoy it. And, uh, it's you, you never go wrong with brisket. So you can have some burnt ends. You have some regular brisket. You could throw that on bread, make some sliders. Yeah, out of so we'll, we'll take the flat. We'll cut those into slices and enjoy that. And we'll take the point, cut it into burnt ends, and we'll do some Wagyu burnt ends. I'm all I'm all in on that. All right. And then so so we have three different type of sliders we're going to do all smoked. And then so one of the, I've never talked about this uh, before. So this will be a new concept for our fans every year. Or every other year, depending on how successful the year previous year was, I kind of say I'm going to take a cut of meat and I'm going to practice it more this year and see if I can get, get better at it, perfect it, revamp my perfection. So it started out, you know, with a brisket. And I was smoking briskets like every couple of weeks. I then I moved on to the spare rib. Spent like a year year and a half trying to get get my spare rib game in last year i took on the baby back rib because as good as i can do a spare rib i don't feel my baby backs or where they need to be and there's some stuff that i have so there's some questions that i have open as far as baby back ribs are concerned such as do i want to wrap baby back ribs at all do i not just want to cook them smoke them straight and never wrap them I'm still really in the mix of that. And for as long as I've done baby back ribs, I'm still unsure on how I want to, what I consider to be my top notch baby back rib. So I took those on last year, made some progress. Um, I think overall I will stop wrapping my baby back ribs. And reason being is they just cook so darn fast. I don't find it worth it to wrap it and, uh, and steam them. And I, I like the, the crusting more. Well, when it's not wrapped. So I, I'm going to, not wrap uh baby back ribs going forward but that's not to say i will never wrap them again i may experiment just to make sure i'm still on the right track but this year i don't know why but what really and i think the super bowl project that we're doing as far as the menu is concerned i want to get better at smoked wings and uh because i love wings and i love all kinds of wings i've i've worked on wings before uh i came up with a dope recipe <laughs> a dry rub process for doing wings but i really want to focus and get better at my smoked wings and if you can smoke and get that smoke flavor in them ju- i mean just you know that little bit of time where you get that good smoke flavor and then finish them off in the air fryer or or even in a deep fryer uh, you just get that little bit of crispness you want as well uh, you got so that was that. my that was uh, one of the first components i wanted to figure out is how do I like wings in the smoked and then fried and then smoked and air fried and then just smoked? And so that's the first thing that I'm going to be working on is figuring out which one of those I like. My early winner is smoked and air fried. 
Air Fryer Amanda puts it down. I will say we had a tragedy in our household the other night. I've, I uh, posted on Instagram uh, some a photo of wings that I actually made, and I did them in the air fryer. Uh-huh. On the second batch of wings that I had running through the air fryer, midway through, the air fryer just shuts off. Mm. And then like two, three minutes later, it powers back on and starts cooking again. Then it shuts mm. off. I had to call my neighbor to borrow the air fryer. I was like, oh my gosh, like this, I mean, I was like, I got three more batches of wings to run through here and I'm in batch two and this stupid thing is failing and shutting on and shutting off. So right. I'm, I'm in the market to get a new air fryer. So I'm going to be looking at that. Over so I got second. my air fryer before you and mine is still doing the darn thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, our yeah, kids, you use- our kids will pull out the air fryer and they will, they'll use it for like the, what many people do is like just the reheating, uh, stuff. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I love my air fryer. I was probably one of the first cats in our group to get one. Yep. And, uh, immediately started doing wings and fries, uh, sweet potato fries more specifically, but I've done pork chops. I've done chicken breasts, uh, in there. All of them come out really good, but I, but my favorite thing to do and the whole reason I bought them, w- bought it was for doing wings. And so I did a quick experiment like a week ago and I smoked a a bunch of wings and then uh, I took a set out and I said, okay, these are just smoked and dry rubbed. And then I took a set and I finished them in the fryer and then I took a set and put them in the air, finished them in the air fryer. And surprisingly, the, 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 well, not surprisingly. So both the air, obviously the air fried wings and the wings that went into the uh, oil, had a nice crispy outside, which is, you know, part of the experience when eating wings, you get that initial crunch. And honestly, there wasn't that much difference between the two. But the one thing that I noticed in the air fried wings versus the wings that were finished in the oil was the smoke flavor was better preserved in the air fryer versus the one that went into the oil. It was there, interesting, but it wasn't as prominent in the wing. And that was the thing that kind of just said, wow, I, you know, it's the first time I ever noticed that, but just like eating one that was out of the fryer, I was like, oh, this is good. You know what I mean? And then I grabbed one from the air fryer and was like, wait a minute, there's a distinct difference in the smoke flavor. So I'm not a hundred percent. So I got to try it again. And that's one of the things that come with it is like, is my mind playing tricks on me or am I actually noticing this? So if anybody else wants to get in on these experiments, you know, by all means, knock out some uh, smoked wings and, you know, put the results in our discord and let's let's talk about it. Yeah, so, but uh, super interesting. So one question for you, and this is where I was going back and forth, because I, I and honestly, to go in stride with what you were saying earlier is you pick one thing this year that you want to learn to perfect and do. Mm-hmm. My wife, for a number of years, has always complained, God, you just can't get a good Reuben in our area. Like you just cannot find a good Reuben. Mm-hmm. And as I think anybody who does barbecue knows, if you know how to make a really, really good brisket, it's not a far reach for you to make that pastrami to get a good Reuben out of it. So my thought process was I'm going to work on trying to do the process for doing the home curing of the brisket and brining it and getting it to that point, draining it cleansing it out. Well, and it's not really brining, right? It's more of a pickling, right? Yeah, pickling. I guess you could call it that way. Yeah. Um, but getting it through that that process so that I can actually uh, make a proper Reuben at home. So that is, if I had to pick what I'm going to work on, and honestly, part of my brain was like, could we do that as well for the Super Bowl? Like, could we do that? And because I was like, there's enough time. You only need to put it into the um, curing, all the whole process for, I think, about six Six days, roughly. So I was like, ah, 
I got time. I can, I can run it through the process, then like kind of put it in clean water for another 24 hours. I'll be fine. Seven days. I'm still wet at, well ahead of the Super Bowl and I could, uh, I could be ready to roll. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's something I've looked into, but I really wanted to do a ham, but the, the process Ooh. is pretty much the same. So I wanted to make my own ham from scratch. Uh, but I just like, that's a lot of work to get into the pickling. So if you perfect it, I'm all for it. <laughs> All right, so let's pull back to the Super Bowl because we've uh, we've taken you guys down a little pathway. So we're gonna have because and this is this is kind of back to the episode we did early on, which is around preparing for you know a big cookout or something like that, where you have lots of things that are going on. So we got we're gonna have to do a pulled pork. We're gonna have to do chicken. I think you said. Well, we'll skip the chicken. We'll go pulled pork. We'll go brisket. beef rib, and we'll go brisket. All right, so we got three things. I think the beef ribs. And the brisket are probably going to smoke same temperature. The pulled pork, probably uh, at least when I smoke mine, it's a little bit lower temperature than than what I would do a brisket. But you may be different. Yeah, not for me. No, they'll go on. For me, the brisket and the uh, the pork shoulder will go on pretty much at the same time, which I'll do both overnight. And then the ribs would probably go on first thing in the morning, a couple hours after that depending on how big they are, but uh, we're not going to go with the ones we ordered. So I'll, I'll get them from, uh, what, why wouldn't we go with the ones? We oh, have four racks of those ribs sitting here. Oh, I forgot. You still had a bunch of those. Yeah. So I have four racks of those sitting here. So if we go with those, I'll probably put everything on at the same time. Cause those are massive. Yeah. I think we got to cook those overnight. Yeah. So everything will, for me, everything would go on overnight. Cause the, the, uh, nice size pork, pork butt or pork shoulder, Gonna take about a good twelve hours, eleven hours. Yeah, uh, and especially because you gotta have to pull it, wrap it, put it back in. Yeah, it's, it's gonna take some time. Yeah, and I think the That's classic mistake anybody makes when they're trying to prepare for this is they look at the Super Bowl and they say it's at six thirty. People gonna arrive at, you know, let's let's say an hour and a half, two hours for the game, and it's never that way. It's the game's at six thirty. People are rolling in your house at three o'clock, which typically means you want the food cooked by noon. Yeah, because Especially you want it has to sit rest. Yeah, you want all that good rest time, and you gotta. And if you're doing sliders, there's a lot of prep work. So you're gonna have to slice all your buns, get your buns nice and toasted, get your meat carved, then set all that up. So there's a there's a lot. They, at least I feel there's gonna go into his just the little prep, or or are you thinking more of a preparation station where they? It's mm-hmm. just like no, right. I don't. So hey, we're not having a bunch of you know. I'm not. Planning on being with a bunch of people. So, uh, but aside from that, I, you know, I, I, the idea of a prep station doesn't, doesn't appeal to me. I don't like people's hands all over stuff that I'm serving to a bunch of other people. So I would rather prep everything, make the sandwiches. Um, the only thing I would set out would be like maybe we, we do a sauce, uh, that people can, uh, squirt on if they want, uh, on their sliders, maybe some, you know, some chopped onions and some pickles and stuff like that. But the crux of it would be just grab whichever slider you want. And so we will prepare the buns, put them in a pan, cover it with foil to keep them warm. And then when we're ready to build all the uh, sandwiches, then we'll do it like that um, and, and keep it simple. And then that way they're like, you know, here's a tray full of ribs, of rib sliders. Here's a, here's the burn in sliders. And uh, honestly, now that I think about it, we may have to cut the almost all, even the flat <laughs> for the burn end sliders. 
because I have a feeling that those are going to get decimated. <laughs> so we may we may need to consider more than the point for this for the uh, burn ends. Now that I think about it, we may See, need to. My brain was sitting here thinking that okay, he's starting to do the math and saying we've got a pork shoulder, it's this much meat. If we have the ribs, it's this much meat. If we have a brisket, twenty pounds, even trimmed down, it's going to be probably at least fifteen to sixteen pounds of meat. We might have to give some of this stuff away to other people so it just doesn't go bad. No, no, no. You were like, absolutely not. No, <laughs> you went I a was, whole different direction. I went the other direction. No, I was like, oh, we may not have enough burn end sliders, um, but we'll see. Because uh, the cool thing is, you can always cut it up later on and still make some burnt ends out of it. Yeah, you know, the way I see it, it's going to be pretty banging. So we, yeah, so we'll do the we'll do the buns, set them aside. And then build everything and just sleep on trays. People can grab what they want. And uh, so the, the thing that I love about this is it can be filling because, uh, you know, you can grab three or four, but you can pace yourself a lot better with everything being more finger food oriented than having, you know, massive slices of, of brisket and massive pulled pork sandwiches. So you can we can really pay, allow people to pace themselves. I don't know about you, but I don't think. uh a pulled pork slider is complete without a just perfectly crunchy coleslaw on top of it. Yeah, you, there's no such thing as pulled pork without coleslaw, as far as I'm concerned. All right, um, we're at least uh, on par. So I don't. I know you like to make coleslaw, so you have your process, and I know it doesn't have raisins in it like your potato salad. Just stop it! Just stop it! <laughs> just stop it! <laughs> Something unnecessary like put raisins in it. <laughs> so. When you do your coleslaw, do you want to divulge some uh, secrets of making a decent coleslaw? Like for someone who's like saying, Hey, you know what? I want to do this, but cause I, I do think if you go to YouTube and you just look like for, you look for a reputable cook and say coleslaw or go to food network, you can find a decent recipe that you'll like, but it's always good for someone to say, Hey, look, this is, this is kind of the route I like to go with my coleslaw. Yeah. Cause so you like a kick in yours, if I remember correctly. I do. Um, I prefer a little bit of heat in my coleslaw. So I definitely sprinkle some, uh, cayenne pepper in there, or I will put like chop up some, uh, jalapenos really small and put it in there as well. I think the, the biggest tip for me is I actually like to make my coleslaw the day before. You can easily make your coleslaw, uh, the same day, but to me, coleslaw is much better when it actually sits for a day because then everything you put into the sauce, if you want to call it, or the um, dressing uh, soaks into that cabbage very well. Uh, the other thing is I like to do a mix of coleslaw, so I don't just go for straight cabbage. I'll, you know, Sometimes I'll do cabbage and then a broccoli coleslaw. It just seems to give it more body and a, a little additional uh, earthiness to it. Uh, so don't think that you have to go straight for regular coleslaw and, and get it done. I, I don't waste my time getting, getting a head of cabbage and, you know, and dicing it up either. I, I don't, I don't feel the need to do that when it comes to coleslaw. And the other thing is sometimes I make my coleslaw more mustard based as opposed to mayo based. So I've definitely, uh, used mustard as the agent instead of mayo. So there's a, a couple of tricks there that uh, folks can take on when they, because one of the things we wanted, this is a, you know, a bonus episode, but one of the things we, Rod and I are definitely going to talk about a little bit more in season two uh, is sides and some of the sides that we do uh, with our barbecue. 
Uh, so definitely this is right up that alley and spurning some of those conversations. So, yeah. So those, those are a couple of tips I like to do with coleslaw. I don't have a set coleslaw recipe. I like, to, I'm still experimenting. Um, but definitely don't mind adding some heat. And, uh, for me, I prefer a sweeter coleslaw. Now I know you don't, you're not like a keto diet person, but you do try to control your carb intake. Yes. Any, so. any thoughts to uh, a keto bun that you could use um, or consider? When I am reducing carbs, I, I will generally just skip the bun altogether. Or I will go with one of those, uh, the flat buns. Uh, what is those things called? Like I think Thomas does them and they're like, you know, they're just flat. So there's less carbs in them. I have not come across yet a keto friendly bun that I'll be like, oh, you got to go get this. So I either just say, screw it, I'll eat the carbs, or I say, uh, no bun at all. And I'll do like a lettuce wrap or I'll do one of those flatbreads or something like that. But for my coleslaw, I'll actually use Splenda instead of regular sugar to keep those carbs now. And then the coleslaw actually becomes low sugar and a lot less calories. And for the barbecue sauce, we like to do a cola. I, I do. I like to do a cola barbecue sauce. I'll tend to go Coke Zero um, mm-hmm. versus doing just a regular uh, Coke. And I think you like to use um, Splenda in that as well versus like the brown sugar and all that uh, good. Yeah. Recipe. So if I'm trying to keep the calories down again, I'll go Splenda versus, ver- yeah, versus regular sugar or brown sugar. Um, but it depends because a lot of times uh, I just came across a a sugar-free sauce that I was, and I've been trying these for years. And so far, I haven't come across any that I was like, I'll recommend this. But surprisingly, I found one the other day that I really, really like. So I intend to do like a full Was that the one I tasted when I was over there? Uh, no, that was different. Oh, I was like, oh, wow, that was no, good. That was, no, no, that was a regular sauce. But uh, <laughs> I was like, that was delicious. But the one that I found was made by Famous Dave's. Huh. Yeah. Famous Dave's, the uh, barbecue chain, uh, which I'm a fan of. I, I like their, for a chain, I think their their barbecue is excellent. But they, they just recently put out a sugar-free barbecue sauce. And for the first time, that was a barbecue sauce that I really enjoyed did not have a crazy aftertaste. It it was actually really good. So there you go. There's a there's a tip right there. Much like we, I've started working on a basic barbecue rub, which I'll be posting in our Patreon soon. I'm so yeah, in our Discord in the Patreon section, um, we're gonna post our Coca Cola sauce in there, and then um, I'll actually making a separate uh, kind of vinegar based, more vinegar sauce, like Carolina style. And I'm putting that in there as well. All right. So I'll definitely be making at least a sauce. So let's talk about the uh, wings. So I personally love a uh, dry rub wing. And for me, I usually take uh, one of the barbecue, many barbecue rubs that I have, and that'll finish off the wing. And so what I'll do is I'll smoke the wing. If I just do it smoked, right, I'll smoke the wing, pull it off. I'll take a little bit of butter, drop it in the pan. And then I'll, you know, toss the pan with the wings so the wings get cozy with the butter. And then as you know, as I feel the butter is melted, then I'll start sprinkling it on top the uh, the barbecue rub of choice. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, just find one that you like uh, and, and and do that. So I will definitely do a dry rub wing. Yeah, and I think one of the fun things that 
when it comes to wings is having different styles, right? This one when Allison and Steve came up, that's one of the things we did the night before our big barbecue is we did, I did a bunch of wings and we had a bunch of different flavors and, and so yeah, teriyaki is always a, a hot, a good one. Cause you pull them off and then you have like the, your teriyaki sauce that's already been made and you just toss them through the sauce. So they're wet. Yeah. But you know, you get that nice stick. And the reason why I think when you were saying you did the, uh, the butter with the dry rub is the butter gives that little bit that you need for the dry rub to adhere nice. Yeah. So especially when you smoke it, when you take it out of the fryer, you don't really need to do that. Right. Because the, the the oil. oil, Yeah. When you take it out of an oil fryer, the oil will just, the seasoning will will just stick to it directly. But when you take it off the smoker, not always the case. So I don't mind, you know, putting a little bit, don't put too much because it'll, it'll make the, you'll mess up the outside of the, of the wing. Um, so just a little bit just to kind of help the rub stick to it better is, is what I like to do. Now, with the air fryer method, what I'll probably end up doing is just smoking it, air frying it, and then not using butter, just uh, putting them in, putting the rub, whatever rub on directly. So I so we'll probably want to do, what, three or four flavors. So definitely a dry rub. And definitely a barbecue right yeah you know what i did is i think i recommended this a while ago the um the uh honey uh wing dust i did those on some wings the other day and it was funny because i've always done like a sugar maple on the wings my kids love the sugar maple on the wings so i've always tended to go to that i was like you know i gotta try this wing dust so i used the wing dust on one of the wings and one of my boys was like this is really good like he really liked that uh that honey um Wing does. So I think, yeah, that and a teriyaki, you got to have at least a wet. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of buffalo wings. Like, uh, it just, for yeah, me, I, I actually like buffalo wings as an alternative. But, uh, so we'll do a teriyaki. I'll let you do that. So why don't you do, why don't you do teriyaki wings and why yeah. don't you do your wing dust? And then I'll do a barbecue wing and then I'll do a uh, dry rub wing. Sounds good. And then and we can swap. Uh, we can share food. I don't know if you're planning on eating here or if you are for the Super Bowl, then we'll plan on. Uh, uh, if you're like, nope, we're switching food. We're s- just send me my food and leave me alone. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, sometimes I like to be left alone, but <laughs> no, my wife sometimes. has asked me numerous times if we're going to stop by and, and, and at least break bread. And, uh, I said I wasn't sure yet because we hadn't, we haven't chatted about that aspect of it yet. So, you know, maybe we'll just come through and, uh, you know, enjoy some food and. S- so another side, uh, I know your wife loves to make her mac and cheese. She does. She's really good. Always a great side. But uh, this weekend, or yeah, this weekend for the kids, I always like to try something different, and it's fun with them. I was like, let's make let's make French fries. Yes. Yeah, everybody knows what French fries taste like. But I was like, screw going and buying a bag of a ride of fries and then just throwing it in and heating it up. Like, uh, there's there's nothing to the imagination for that. I was like, let's let's make our fries from scratch. And of course, they're looking at me like I'm peeling potatoes. I got like I think I I only did like five really big russet potatoes. I peeled. I couldn't find Idaho, so I peeled five big russet potatoes. Got a potato slicer, sliced my potatoes up. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Got them in the water to get some of the starch off. Yeah. And actually, a good How note, long are you smoking for? Uh, a full hour. Um, but the nice thing is that because I once the water is really cloudy, you want to dump the water. But if you have plants around your house, actually, the plants really do like starch water. So dump it into a container and go water your plants with the starch water. It actually helps the plants. Um, didn't know that. My wife told me that. So 
But then um, I did a double fry. So I, the first fry I did was at 325 for about five, five and a half minutes in canola oil. And then I immediately pulled them out. And honestly, at that point, they don't look appetizing. They're, they're technically cooked, but they're very pale. Um, so uh-huh. they don't, that's not where you're finishing. So you lay, like, so before you go in the fryer, obviously you dry them out of the water. You just pat them dry and then you can go right into the, the oil. When uh-huh. they come out of the oil, you want to uh-huh. put them on like a sheet. So that on paper towels, so they, the oil comes off of them. And I, I let them sit for a couple hours because I wasn't ready to fry because my daughter had some stuff going on. The next fry was at 375 and I used duck fat. Mm. Let me just say, there was no faking on that one. I dropped it into my little fry daddy and duck fat, and they came out about three to five minutes later. I would say, depending on your fryer, just keep keep your eye on checking it. And I periodically, I usually pull the basket up to shake it to make sure nothing's sticking and drop it back down. What temperature did you fry it? Three three twenty five first time through with canola, three seventy five uh-huh. for the final cook with the duck fat, and I had perfectly golden brown. Uh, fries and the kids are like, these are good. Like, cause they looked at me, cause they were just like duck fat. I mean, I just had to hear all the garbage from them about duck fat. I'm like, you're gonna like them. Just stick with me here. I was like, I yeah. have I, I was like, it's very rare. I'll fix something. You're like, eh, I don't like this. I was like, you're gonna like duck fat fries. I was like, I, I believe you've had them before, but we're gonna do them at home. So yeah. that's another good side if you wanna throw something on. It's again, that sounds good to me. And the nice thing is that you can, you could, do your first fry of your duck, your, your, of the canola the night before and just put it in the refrigerator. And then the next day when yeah. you're like ready to serve, you could just throw your batch of fries on and just have them coming out. Um, and it's easy. And also I took the fryer mm-hmm. and I put it outside because we're like, uh, the, the oil fried smell inside the house. We just like didn't want the whole house smell like French fries. So I took it. I put it right outside, right, right on because my smoker has two wings and one is for cold smoke. I put it on one of those wings and, uh, I've, did it right outside. So it was like, I just walked out the door and hit, nice. dropped them in the fryer and pulled them in. And it was, I mean, perfect. So you grab some truffle oil and then hit them joints with some truffle oil at the end. Might be the, heading out. That's another good idea. Yeah. Truffle oil and some uh, parsley at the end, just to kind of top them off. And, yeah. Uh, that'll be another batch right there. Okay. So we got all right, coleslaw. Yeah. We have coleslaw. We have mac and cheese. We have duck fat fries. Okay. With truffle so, oil. So what do we need? One more side? No. Or is that good? enough food. Okay. All right. Then all right. We, we always overcook. And then we have, th- I think we said three different types of sliders. So we have pulled pork sliders, beef rib sliders from, and the beef ribs are from 44 Farms. And then we have the Snake River Wagyu burnt Brisk. end sliders. Yeah. Plus on top of that, we're going to have, the, we just because we're making a brisket, we're going to have brisket sliders as well. Yeah. And then we'll have uh, wings. On top of that. Oh, I forgot about the wings. Yeah. Four different things. Okay, that's Four good. Different types. Yeah. How much more food do you possibly need? Hey, man. It, no, nothing worse than running out of something. At well, least for me. And I, I know, I know. So I will agree with you on this. Here's a struggle. You want everybody to be able to get as much of whatever it is you're cooking as they want. And the problem, especially when you get into the wings, it's like, how many wings do we fix? Yeah. Do you just do a dozen of each type? Because that's four dozen wings. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of wings. If you only do a dozen, which, and I, when I, sorry, and to be clear, when I say a dozen wings, I mean, but I mean, like you, you take a wing and you separate it into two parts. Those two parts to me is one wing. So that's a dozen of those. So which means 24 pieces in each dozen. And if you do that times four, 
a that's a that's almost a hundred little individual pieces of wings. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So I think, and honestly, I think what's going to end up well because you're doing two sets of wings. I'm doing two sets of wings. Won't be that big a deal. But uh, you know, the air fryer is what about? I think I did eight minutes at a time. Oh damn! I got to get a new air fryer. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the downside of using an air fryer. And, you know, we definitely will talk about more air fryers more in season two. But uh, it's just so darn small. I got a massive one and it's still small, you know, uh, to get the wings done. So it just takes forever to get them all done. But uh, I'll make it happen. Yeah, I'm going to check and see if Costco has a decent air fryer that I can go get. Because at least with Costco, I think they still have that policy where if you buy something and it breaks, bring it on back they, They just limited which which things that can be done on. But, Hopefully uh, an air fryer is not one of them they limit on because I'm yeah, not happy about my air fryer going down on me. I mean it's I down for the count. It. Like my, my air fryer is like missing like the like the handle button. It's uh it's definitely seen better days. The basket doesn't come out as easily, but man, it still does the job. It still gets it done. But uh, I almost wish I had two of them, to be honest with you. You want to wrap up now? Yeah, so I think that's it for now. We wanted to do a bonus episode, and we wanted you guys to kind of hear how we think about putting on one of our cooks. And uh, we'll most definitely be posting pictures and talking about the progress of uh, uh, of this uh, Super Bowl cook. And so, and also, let us know what you guys are planning on doing for uh, for 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 the Super Bowl. Are you? Smoking? I expect you in the not? Discord to see images. Like, yeah, if I want to see in Discord. Please post an image. Yeah, we want to see pictures and all that good stuff. So, so that's it, man. Let's get up out of here. We'll catch you guys online and, you know, we'll start uh, season two probably in a few more weeks. Uh, Season two will start rolling out. So until then, we're out. Peace. Peace. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 